What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gamer GX Cast with your host, with the most, Gamer GX. And in this episode, you probably already see it in the title, we are talking about Resident Evil 4, the Wii version, because that was the version that I grew up on. I'm sorry, I know a lot of you probably played it on the GameCube. Well, I mean, it's fucking been released on everything now. Like, what console isn't Resident Evil 4 on? It's on the Switch, it's on your phone, it's on PS3, 4, 5, uh, all the Xboxes, GameCube, PlayStation 2, Wii. I just don't think it ever made it on the original Xbox. But a lot of people consider uh, the GameCube version to be the best. I consider the Wii version to be the best. And we'll, we'll, dig, we'll, we'll dip into that in just a moment. But first, make sure you are following uh, your boy here on Twitter. Not not me, not my per. I don't have a personal Twitter. It's just a Twitter for the show, okay? So if you guys want to hang out there, you know, tell me about your favorite video games. Uh, a video game maybe you want me to talk about in the, in the era of PS1 till, like, uh... PS3, up in that in that in that generation, you got a favorite game in there that you want me to talk about? Let me know about it, and I'll let you know if I've played it or not. And uh, maybe one day you'll get your episode if you ask if you ask nicely. I might do it sooner rather than later. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's GX Podcast 93. I would love that if you did that, and also make sure you go swing by my YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos, on the YouTube. I'm currently doing a Let's Play of Resident Evil. But before we dip into Resident Evil 4, let's just quickly talk about games that I've been playing recently. It's games that I'm playing. Oh no, I just, I just, I'm trying it on. I, I didn't like it very much either. Um, but games I have been playing recently, I just recently finished um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 finally. God damn, that game was fucking sweet, man. Like, uh,. In a previous episode, I mentioned that I was playing it. I said it was a top five Switch game for me personally, and I stand by that. That's, I don't have a lot of Switch games, so I don't know how much that's saying. I definitely have over five of them, that's for sure. But uh, that is definitely one of my most, one of my favorite Switch games uh, I've played so far. Uh, very enjoyable, jo- enjoyable RPG. It's actually sent me off on a, on a whole just. Our turn-based RPG just craze. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you about the other games in a second, but Shin Megami Tensei Five, man. Like I said in another episode, if you if you dug Pokemon Arceus, you might get a kick out of this game because it kind of has a Pokemon uh, kind of catch them all. You're leveling up your your demons, and they get stronger. And then you can you the higher level you get, the more types of demons you can fuse, and you fuse all different types of demons to make new demons. You can fuse up to like three demons to make special demons, and oh, it's very it's very fun. And um, the lot tons of side quests is a very long game. I clocked in, I finished it at about like eighty five hours. And uh, the only downside to the game is that um, there is no end game. So you fight the final boss, and and she's done. Like, if you when you go to fight the final boss, like you got to make sure that you finished everything. And I pretty much did. There was only two boss bosses that I didn't fight because they're like very, very, very powerful bosses, which would have made me like have to grind out for like an hour or two. Just wasn't willing to do it. Heard that there was no real reward in beating them other than beating them so i was like whatever but damn dude there was some it was a now i don't know i wouldn't call it a challenge it's not a hard game it's definitely harder than a pokemon game so there's that i i thought some of the bosses had some challenge too but they're pretty 
pretty fun. You can come up with some pretty fun strategies. The battle system was really fun. It's got like a weakness thing similar to Pokemon. You know, some demons are weak to electric attacks and fire attacks, light attacks. You got it, right? Um, yeah, dude, it was a really, uh, really fun game. I, I was highly addicted to it. It's pretty. It pretty much took over my whole gaming regiment for the last like I don't know, two three weeks it's pretty much the only game i've been playing uh a, a large majority of it was uh shin megami tensei 5 and goddamn the story was pretty good you know i'm not big i'm not a big story guy when it comes to video games it's always gameplay first gameplay is always king if, if it's not fun to play then it's not a good video game like you can have tons of good video games or uh, video games that have like a good story but they're not fun to play and like those just mm, not 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 awesome like maybe kind of like those uh the dark anthology games that i was playing um they're, they're it's it's way more story based and the gameplay is minimal but it's still enjoyable because it's like pick your own adventures so it's enjoyable in that way but there's like no gameplay uh but shin megami tensei 5 yeah only other thing that i didn't like about it was like you get these uh You'll get a character every now and again that, like, follows you around and they help you find treasure. And there's one character, and she sounds... She is literally Navi from Ocarina of Time. She's doing the, hey, hey, and she literally sounds just like Navi. I feel like they took, like, a few... Um, like, they got the soundboard or something off of Ocarina of Time, because, like, your character, when they attack, sounds just like Link from Ocarina of Time. And then that side character sounds like Navi. She's extremely annoying. She's so annoying. Like, a lot of the time I had to just... I just played without the the sound on. I just listened to podcasts. But, uh, yeah, other than her, like, being extremely annoying and she was following you around for, like, 45% of the game. So she was, hey, hey, all the time. Like, every 20 seconds she'd be fucking screaming at you to come look at this, come look at that. So that was pretty annoying. Uh, otherwise, if you're into good old JRPGs or maybe you're looking for an RPG, a good old-fashioned turn-based with... Uh, kind of a fun collecting demons kick uh this is a fucking phenomenal game one of my favorites on the switch so far and after i beat this game like i said i kind of got in kind of just had a craving for uh turn-based rpg and there was one on my on my list that i've been meaning to get to for a long long time they recently put it out on the nintendo switch on the um what do you call it the the super nintendo classic thing so i've been recently playing Earthbound. Aw oh, shit. Aw oh, shit. That's an old one. That's an old one. But I have to I have to say, man, I kick I just started playing it the other day and I played it for like three and a half hours straight. My first goal. I'm I'm just I'm in. I'm all in. This is a really, really enjoyable video game. Um I don't like I feel like everyone's gotta know about Earthbound. Uh Earthbound, I've known of Earthbound for a long, 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 long time. I've wanted it for a long time. Uh back when I was collecting Super Nintendo games, I always wanted it, of course, but this is one of those really, really, really expensive retro games. And I've been out of the retro collecting game for quite a few years, but and I don't know how much the price of that game is now, especially considering that it's um released on uh, digital platforms now I, I would imagine that the price went down but I, I, I doubt it but back in the day man like a loose one of these cartridges was going for like 150 200 just for the loose cartridge and if you wanted to get this motherfucker in the box you're literally talking like uh depending on the quality of the box 500 to like two thousand dollars yeah absolutely insane and and uh, a teenage boy in high school uh definitely wasn't going to be able to acquire that i don't even think i've ever seen an earthbound out in the wild 
come to think of it. I don't, I may have seen one. Uh, there's always, there was this one uh, flea market I went up to. And they had, like, every Super Nintendo, all the rare ones, your Final Fantasy 3s, your Mario uh, RPGs, your just all the, all the good shit, Chrono Trigger. And they're all, like, damn near mint condition. But there's a reason that this dude had, like, all the games because he was selling them for an absurd amount of money. All of them, like, uh, Chrono Trigger, just standard loose, was going for, like, $180. Mario RPG was, like, 190 Final Fantasy 3 was, like, 250 I was like, yep. Yeah. That's pretty much what kind of got me out of the old school video game collecting. I'm like, man, these old games are twice as much as new games now. So I just kind of got way into uh, other gaming and stuff. I, I like it's really nice that they're releasing uh, some classics on their uh, on that online thing that they're doing on Switch. It's just they got to step it up, man. Like the amount of games that they have in that in that catalog, like come on, like and they're releasing them like so randomly. Like there's no schedule to it. It's just randomly, okay, here's one game and then they go like two months with nothing and then, oh, here's two games that we've already released but they're different versions. It's like that's lame. But Earthbound, dude, damn. Hell yeah. This game's sweet. If you uh, like RPGs, I, I'm an RPG kind of guy. And this one, so far, man, it still holds up. Like, uh, the characters are very funny. The The combat is different. Like, I'm definitely enjoying it. I tried a, long, a while back to try and play Final Fantasy 3, and I just was not getting into it at all. And uh, But so far, man, I've played oh, maybe five, six hours of Earthbound so far. I'm not very far. Uh, but the story's fun. The combat is different and interesting. Uh, lots of really, it's just a very unique, weird, uh, outside of the box RPG, especially for that time. And even RPGs now, like, I don't think quite have that, that earthbound charm. If you, if, if you know, you know, if you played it, then fuck yeah, I have not played it yet, but I'm loving it so far. I'm, I'm more than likely going to be finishing this one considering how much I'm, I'm digging it so far. I'm only at like the third area of the game. And I have to say, I have died like a lot of times, like a lot, a lot of times, like like probably double digit times already. This game is kind of kicking my ass. I don't really consider it. I don't. I wouldn't call it hard. Um, more or less, just like I'm, I got unlucky a few times, I guess. Like the combat's pretty. Like I don't know, I miss my attacks pretty often, and and, and one time I got jumped, and then enemies kind of tough, and boss fight beat me a couple times, you know. It, but it, it's uh, you got to keep all your experience. You just have to like walk back to the area, so it's good that way. And and with the new uh, that it's on the new Nintendo Online, you could just create a save point anywhere you want. So I'm highly enjoying myself in Earthbound right now. I uh, my buddy has been trying to get me into the Mother series for a long time. I'm finally kicking in with um, Earthbound, and now I'm more uh, interested in those other Mother games that are available. So, uh, yeah, I might check some of those out. And uh, another, I'm still playing through uh, Resident Evil 7. Game is absolutely fucking terrifying me. If you're watching it, uh, watching my Let's Play of it going on right now on YouTube at GamerGX Videos, go over there, give that, give the video a like, go subscribe to that. I got more, I got daily content coming out over there. Uh, more Let's Plays. Um, I'm open to suggestions to Let's Plays. Uh, right now, I don't have any suggestions, so one I'm thinking about doing soon is Man of Medan on PS5. If uh, that sounds cool, then then excellent. That's cool. Uh, the only other game I haven't started playing it yet, but I like I, that cr the, the it's there like the the want to play it, and that is Final Fantasy VII the original. Uh, I have this on the Switch. I played through uh, Final Fantasy IX like I not that long ago, and I absolutely adored it. 
fucking love that game so much. And uh, I've never actually completed Final Fantasy VII in its entirety. I got like, I don't know, roughly halfway through it, maybe a little further than that. And I believe I moved and then like another game caught my attention. And then I tried to get back to it, forgot what I was doing, lost all. So I need to, I'm just going to restart the game. Uh, I enjoyed the Final Fantasy VII remake so much that I felt like I need to do it justice and at least go back and play the original. And now with the Switch version, the newer versions, it, they're so much better now because you can like fast forward through the gameplay. You can skip through battles. It's just the way to play it. So if you're out there and you haven't played Final Fantasy 7, 8, or 9, you can get them. I think the best way to get them is on the Switch because I think these games are really good to play uh, on Portable. Like, I was just watching uh, G1 Climax, uh, New Japan Wrestling, and I was just rocking out to fucking Earthbound. It was a great time. They translate really well to, uh, I don't know, you can have a show on the background. These are great games to play with uh, something going on in the background. Um, so, yeah, I want, I, I'm uh, very close to uh, getting into Final Fantasy 7 again. It's right there. It's just uh, Earthbound kind of just took over my schedule the other day. I didn't expect to get that into it. But uh, Final Fantasy VII, I'm coming for you, bitch. I'm going to I'm gonna finally take you down. And, uh, yeah, because uh, I want to I see for sure if, uh, if I really do uh, like Final Fantasy IX more than VII because I really, really like IX. But uh, everyone loves VII. I, I like VII, but I need to finish it before I can give it. It's uh, it's it's true do. And then I would ex I would more more than likely gonna do a, a game video on those games. Definitely nine because I, I love it and I feel like it's underappreciated. All right, y'all. Let's get into the fucking meat and potatoes of this episode. Today we are talking about Resident Evil 4. I am talking specifically about the the Nintendo Wii version. If you know, you know. So where do I start with Resident Evil 4? So I played Resident Evil 4 prior to uh, getting myself a copy of it on the Nintendo Wii. Um, a buddy of mine uh, was absolutely all all about this game he was so into this game he loved it so much all he did was talk about this game i was like yo let me fucking borrow this game so he gives me the ps2 version i'm playing it and uh i can't get through the first level if you know the first level you're kind of you get out of the car you're walking through you get attacked by a villager then you kind of get to the village and then it's just a survival fest like everyone starts coming at you a guy with the chainsaw is unleashed and he's fucking chasing you around it's absolutely one of the most I don't I, w I don't know if it, I, I would use the word iconic, but one of the greatest opening level sequences of any game I've ever played. It just it literally just sucks you right in, like right out of the gate. You're you're this badass, just fucking oh I got my emo haircut, Leon, and this is a deep this is a cut for people that played other Resident Evils. Uh, Leon Kennedy making a second appearance in the franchise at, up until this point. He was in Resident Evil 2 and now he returns here in Resident Evil 4. He's got the uh, way more he's way more emo. He, you know, he must have been listening to My Chemical Romance albums over over that course of time from Resident Evil 2 to 4 and all of a sudden, you know, uh, I, I just let you know I never played I didn't play any of the older Resident Evils the original ones I did witness my uh, cousin beat the original Resident Evil 1 and that was an event uh, I may be able to make a video out of that I don't know I'm not worried about it right now but I remember vividly uh, some memories of the old school uh, the first Resident Evil back in the day good god 
But that is not what we're talking about. We're talking about Resident Evil 4. But Leon making his second appearance here. He's way more badass in this game. You start out, you, you, uh, you're you getting driven into this uh, fucking area in Spain. Uh, you're in Spain in this game, which is like kind of a, a twist because up until this point, I think it was always America or, you know, just a, a standard Americanized city. So this uh, leaving... Uh, America and going to Spain was a pretty interesting twist at the time. Not a lot of people thought that that was ever going to happen, but here we are. Now we're in Spain, and then they end up going to Africa, and now it's a whole thing, and yeah, so there's they've been traveling around, but this is the first one where they like went to a, a like fucking Europe, and they're in Spain, and I, I love the environment. But you get taken out there, your cop buddies get killed, and now you're on your own investigating what the fuck is going on in this place. You're trying to find the president's daughter, because she was kidnapped by the, by the, what the fuck do they call these guys? The, I don't even remember what the hell, the L, the, the Legato? No, now I just got wrestling stuck in my head. But they're called things, right? And, um, you get into the town, shit gets absolutely crazy, and back in the day, man, I just could not get through that first opening level. I was really bad at video games back then. I was still coming into it at that time. And I just couldn't get those uh, PS2 controls down, man. It was really hard for me at that time to get the dual stick with the gun. I just couldn't get it. I, I couldn't shoot. My accuracy was really bad. Um, so yeah, I was not a big Resident Evil guy when it initially came out back then. Uh, I was actually against it because I was like, oh, the controls are so terrible. That's how simple my mind was back then with gaming, right? It's like, oh, I can't get a hold of the controls right away. This game sucks. I'm never playing it. But years and years later, I get myself a Nintendo Wii, and then they release Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. And I was like, shit, well... Maybe this is my opportunity to finally play this game because now we get the Wiimote controls and like that's going to be a lot more accurate. I could just point and like like a light gun shooter. I was like, shit, this might work. So I go out and buy it and holy fuck, dude, this is this is by far I think the I don't know like total hours wise, but I played through this game I think four or five times on the Wii, just the Wii version alone. And uh goddamn, I had so much fun with this game on the Wii. I don't know if it like a lot of people played it on the Wii. Everyone always laughs at me when I say I played it on the Wii and I love it on the Wii. It's a fucking good time, dude. It was so much fun. Uh, the the Wiimote controls just really really worked uh, good on this game. Just gave you that that just so much better control. Like I don't, I just could like I said I could not figure it out on the PS2 back in the day. It even took me a while to get used to it when I played Resident Evil 5 on my PS3. Like, it took me a while. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't have my my uh, motion controls. I'm going to have to do this legit. And, yeah, it took me a minute to get used to it. But, man, fucking, this game is so much fun. And um, some of the bosses in this game were so fucking, like, this was the first time where Resident Evil started to kind of dip their foot a little bit more in the action now i'm not saying that this game ain't scary there's some fucking scary shit in this game it's just that you could start seeing that action game starting to creep in and i didn't think it was a problem like i honest to god i fucking love love resident evil 5 man it's one of my favorite games and uh but not so much resident evil resident evil 6 i never really i tried it and we just it just sucked it just sucked man it, it, it sucked but resident evil 4 man like I finally got into it, finally got past the first level, and goddamn, this game is one, it ended up being one of my favorites of all time, one of my favorite Wii games of all time, um, god, what, what hasn't been said about this game, I mean, it really changed the, 
changed the whole Resident Evil style. Now we're going um, into that over-the-shoulder third-person view, which they've they've gone back and forth with. Now the the newer games they've they've changed to a first-person view, which now that I've played more of Resident Evil 7, I'm, I'm into that, man. I think that's probably the way they need to go with the series. Without question, it makes it way more scarier. It makes it so much more scary being in first person, man. Like, Resident Evil 7 ha is by far the scariest one for me so far, personally. I'm a chicken shit, so I'm just saying. Uh, the least scary one that I've played, now just take note, I haven't played them all, is obviously Resident Evil 5. It, it has its moments, for sure, especially with the liquors, but, um, this game has its moments as well. Uh, excuse me. Starting off with, um, I mean, that initial, that first time you get attacked by that first zombie. <gasps> iconic. Not as iconic as the first Resident Evil 1. But uh, they did a pretty damn good job. And um, damn, dude, this game just goes all over the place. You start out in this, like, de decapitate. De decrepit is that the word decrepit village filled with a bunch of psychopaths and you don't really like these zombies are not your typical zombies these ones like have a brain with them right so it's not your typical uh disease so these ones are able to make decisions like you're in the 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 initial village and then the bell rings and they're all just like oh and they all just go to church they all just leave and you're like what the hell and that's literally the opening to the game like like i said that opening sequence alone is so fucking intense and they kind of duplicated that in resident evil 5 kind of just that throwing you right into the fire like here's a bunch of enemies just try and survive if you can run and and just kind of getting all these mechanics just shown off but um, I'm telling you, y'all, like the fucking the Wiimote just brought so much more to this game. It just made the shooting the the zombies that much more satisfying. And uh, I'll tell you about some of the end game stuff a little bit later. But oh my god! So you're moving on. You're fighting the bosses. I'm trying to go through some of the bosses here. Uh, I remember the last time I played it. I think I was playing the PS4 version. I don't know. It was like free or something. I was giving it a shot. And uh, I got to the, the the first lake monster boss where you go into the boat. And my god, that was the first time I did that. Like, my first initial playthrough of this game was fucking terrifying. Because uh, the first time I played through it, I struggled mightily with ammo, dude. I struggled very hard with ammo. I was struggling throughout the whole game. I rarely ever had ammo. Had to do a lot of knife fighting. I made a lot of stupid mistakes. Uh, one being, um, later in the game, you acquire a, um, a scope, a scope that, uh, uh, what do you call it? Infrared, uh, heat, heat seeking. I don't know the, a fucking scope. Okay. For a rifle. And I was so desperate for money. I sold it to the fucking, the merchant, you know, what are you buying? What are you selling? I love that guy. I wish he was like a reoccurring character in all the Resident Evils. That would have been awesome. But I sold this dude that fucking scope. I didn't think anything of it. I was so desperate for money. I needed ammo or something. I sold the scope. And then later on in the game, you are in like, I don't know, like a factory or something. And you get introduced to what I consider to be probably still uh like a lot of them i still haven't interacted with personally like i didn't play resident evil 1 so i haven't interacted with the hunters uh, i haven't played resident evil 3 yet but i am going to get the remake um but the regenerators and the iron maidens in resident evil 4 are the some of the most terrifying things i've ever fucking seen in a video game and and i'm telling you man like the fact that i i sold the scope so 
when you meet these things, what you're supposed to have, you're supposed to keep the scope, keep the scope, which it didn't, and you put it on your rifle, and the only way to kill the, well, not the only way, I found a way, but it made it way difficult, way more difficult, you use your infrared uh, sniper scope, and then you can see the parasites within uh, the regenerators and the Iron Maidens, you're supposed to shoot the parasites, so me not having them, I was running around, fucking freaking out, this terrifying monster's chasing me, and I'm shooting it with my shotgun, its legs are blowing off, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, and its head pops off, and you're blowing these big holes into it, and then it fucking regenerates, that's why we call them regenerators, get it? So it keeps coming back, it's, it, literally, at one point, I had its arms and legs shot off, and I was like, yes, oh, and then it fucking started jumping at me with no legs, it was trying to bite me, I, I was freaking out, dude, it was one of the scariest things that had ever happened to me into a video game. And now I'm like, what the fuck? I can't kill this thing. So I'm, I'm running around, but you got to kill them. And like, I'm trying to figure out what the hell I did wrong. And then I found out that, oh, you got to use this fucking scope. It shows you where to shoot. I'm like, fuck. So I, I just had to take random shots and I'm hoping that I'm shooting the right spots. And when a big hole blows off of them, that I guess you hit the parasite. And yeah, dude, I wasted so much fucking ammo trying to kill these goddamn things. And it gets worse. Then they get a different version of this thing. They call it the Iron Maiden. So it's a regenerator that, that pops out later out of a trash can or some shit. And it scares the fuck out of you. Not only do these things move and sound terrifying. They're doing like all these weird jittery movements. And, they're, and they make this like, <laughs> like sound. It's fucking, oh, it's so unsettling dude it's so fucking unsettling just look it up if you don't know what i'm talking about just look up just look it up and later you get introduced to the iron maiden it's a regenerator but this one's got like all these nails sticking out of it and like broken glass and if it gets close to you it like pulls you in and it just like impales you on its body and it's just oh it's so terrifying dude i can like picture it so vividly and the fact what what essentially made me want to talk about Resident Evil 4 is that recently they announced the Resident Evil 4 remake is finally coming. And dude, I am so fucking scared for what they're going to do with these with the regenerators and the Iron Maidens. Like, like the, I, I was telling my wife this the other day, like I'm playing through um, Resident Evil 7 and I'm just like, man, the graphics on these games are getting so ridiculous. Like, like horror games are going to absolutely enter what has to be like a golden era of, of fear because these games are starting to get like so realistic like that's essentially what made me stop playing Resident Evil 7 the first time because like at the time when it came out dude like the movements were so like like realistic like way way more advanced than uh like traditional Resident Evils that I've played like 4 and 5 like the the improvement on just the movements were so much more realistic and unsettling like I am I am not looking forward to uh, dealing with these guys again in fucking 4K PS5 graphics and 60 frames per second. Not looking forward to it, but um, I am, though. I really am. Like, the Resident Evil 4 re remake is going to be... Oh, God, I hope they absolutely nail it like they did with Resident Evil 2. I haven't played 3 yet, but I've heard, like, yeah, not, not so great. It seemed like they kind of rushed 3, but 2 was dynamite. It was such a good fucking game, and, and 4... I hope that Capcom realizes Capcom. I hope they realize that uh, how important Resident Evil 4 is to a lot of people and to the gaming community and to gaming in general. It's going to go it's still considered one of the greatest games ever made. And yeah, it's definitely up there and one of my favorite games of all time for sure. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for the Resident Evil 4 remake, man. But going back to that story where I was <laughs> originally playing it back uh, last time I played it, I was fighting the water monster, and fuck that dude, scary. 
But uh, I couldn't get through him, man. I couldn't get get through him for the life of me. He was kicking my ass. I died like five times, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Did I just learn? Like I couldn't get past him. So yeah, that, it's been a long, long time since I played Resident Evil Four. Um, what the hell is going on with this? The thing. Okay, there we go. I'm just trying to look at the bosses here, but it like won't fucking load. I just want to try and take a look at some of these guys. God damn. Oh man, the first time you fight El Gigante, oh my god, he, he makes a couple of appearances through this game. Like, the first time you fight him, though, that shit was, that was iconic. Like, when he fucking comes out, and he, like, destroys all the other uh, zombies, the dudes that were fucking bringing him in, and he's just throwing them around, and then you get a one-on-one -on -one fight with him in, like, this little arena. Holy fuck, that was such a cool-ass boss fight, man. And then later on in the game, like, way later, you're in, like, this fucking... Lava, it's almost like you're inside of a volcano or something. You gotta fight two of these guys at the same time. Like, that's uh, that's an iconic move for uh, the Resident Evil franchise. And on top of that, I, I think I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Ashley, the uh, the the polarizing character that is Ashley. Now, Ashley is the girl that you're sent out to save in this game. Uh, she's the president's daughter. So there's there's two separate times you you save her once then she gets recaptured and then you save her again but the first time you like whenever she's with you she's uh pretty annoying she's uh your goal like basically you gotta you know zombies are gonna be coming after you and uh the zombies are always gonna be going after her if they get her they're gonna grab her they're gonna whip her over their shoulder and they're just gonna walk away with her and if she gets f too far away uh they like get her back and it's game over so uh if they get a hold of her she starts screaming she's like leon leon that's really not great but you can like go tell her to go waste like go wait in a fucking trash bin or whatever I didn't have too much problems with Ashley. I mean, considering, like, the game came out in 2004 and her AI did, like, a fairly decent job. I mean, better than some of the games that come out now with AI. Um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of Ashley. Um, that weird, awkward sexual tension with her and Leon at the end when they get on the sea do It's like, she's like, you gonna bang me or what, bro? He's like, no. You're fucking, you're, you're like a child. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, I don't know about that dynamic, but, uh, yeah, it was a little weird. So, oh, man, there's one area that, like, I really... Every time that I had to do it, it was uh, one of the parts that I dreaded the most. And it's when you're at the mansion and you get to the goddamn fucking maze, the the hedge maze. Oh, I don't... I do not like that part. I don't like any mazes in video games. Can we just fucking knock it off with the mazes? Like, why? Every... Who the fuck likes a maze? Why? Who likes getting lost and not knowing where to go? And then on top of that, you got these terrifying fucking zombie dogs that split their head open. They're all over the place fucking chasing you around. And you're just trying to go around, get these goddamn pieces to open another door. God damn it. Hate that part. Uh, oh, and there's that enemy that's like shortly after. I just got to get his name. I don't know their names. That I, I never, I, I'm actually just learning their names like now uh, reading these articles because like I was like, oh, I didn't even know them like they had names or whatever. But that the fucking blind dude that um, that has the long claws or whatever and like he, he, he hears you with sound. If you make too much sound, he comes at you. That guy is fucking terrifying. I don't I don't hold on. I'm trying to figure out his goddamn name. What's his name? It's not the Bellas. Ah, the first Garador. First, the Garador. Garador, those guys. So the dudes the, with the long claws and like, oh, oh my God. And that just makes me think about all the death screens. Oh my God, dude. The death screens are so brutal. 
Like with that guy in partic- particular, the Garador, he gets his hands on you, dude. He shoves these like fucking, I don't know, two feet long, like uh, Wolverine claws right through your fucking face. You you deal with the chainsaw guys, like in the opening, that chainsaw guy gets you. He swings that chain, cuts your fucking head off. It was mind blowing for the time. It's still fucking gruesome today. Like Jesus Christ, the game did not shine away from the gore. Like you get abs, like the El Gigante would just squish you and like rip you apart. Like, uh, oh God, like everyone, Leon can get killed in so many disgusting, horrifying ways in this game. It's um, they don't shy away from it. And the fucking the little guy, the um, the the guy of that area, fucking uh, Salazar. He was a pretty interesting character. He fucking is like little uh, tiny person, I guess. Uh, and like he's walking around. He, he looks like he's a child, but I guess he's like some old man. And he's just an absolute psychopath. I remember his boss fight. The first time his boss fight was really difficult. But um, he's like a giant fucking flower thing or whatever. And he like sucks up one of it. He has like two, like he has a right hand and a left hand man. And I think you have to fight the right hand one. And, uh, man, that boss fight alone, that one was fucking, so before him, you gotta fight his right-hand man, so he sends out this, this fucking demon thing, you don't really ever get a good look at him, but he's got, like, a scorpion tail thing or whatever, and you're walking through these, like, metal corridors, you know, tight, scary, fucking Resident Evil goddamn environments, and this guy is, like, swinging his tail, like, through the cages and through the floor and through the ceiling and shit, scary as fuck. Then he finally comes out for you, and if my buddy never told me how to beat this guy, I probably never would have. Um, he was like, "So you knock like he's like save a rocket launcher." So I made I always made sure I had one rocket for this fucking thing that I knew was coming. And like you can knock down these uh, what the fuck do you call them canisters with like I, I let's just say it's filled with uh, ice freezing agent. Um, what do you call that shit? Hydrogen. No, I don't fuck it freezes people. So you freeze the guy and then you can you can kill him in one shot if you if you freeze him and you shoot him with the rocket, it kills him instantly. I was like, oh my god. So I have never fought this guy any other way than that. I just one shot him with the rocket and he's fucking out of there. But that dude is terrifying. He's a very cool boss. What other bosses were fucking Oh my god. The fucking uh the the God, what's his name? I'm trying to think. Oh, okay, Mendez, the 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 big bald guy that with the big trench coat. He's like, he's like a a, a Spaniard version of Mr. X. He's just got like it's almost like Mr. X like just kept living and he just grew out a really big beard and and there he is. Now he's in Resident Evil Four. But that guy's boss fight was pretty wicked. Uh, he had one of the more cool transformations. I remember you go in to fight him in this like barn or whatever, and like this dude like. Once he rips off the coat, like, you're like, uh-oh, that's not good. And then he, like, his spine just, like, elongates into this long-ass fucking, like, snaky-looking dude. And that boss fight always scared the shit out of me. Because, like, at one point, he like, you, like, sever the bottom half of him. And then all of a sudden, he's, like, climbing around, jumping all over the fucking rafters with his, like, long claws. And, like, oh, pretty much. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, like, that first playthrough, dude, like, Regard everything was scary the first playthrough, but the game for me just got so much better after the first playthrough. And then you get to the part where you have to, um, like defend that house. Oh my god, dude, that part was so fucking hard the first time because again, I had nothing, I had no ammo. My first playthrough, I struggled so hard with no ammo, and it took me forever to get through that that part. But le- legitimately, that might be my favorite part overall of the game. I absolutely love fucking defending that house with that dude. I can't remember his name. Ah, 
Oh, I'm trying to remember when he screams out his name. Ah, Lewis! It's Lewis! You gotta defend the house of Lewis! And then uh, the, the, Ashley's there with you, and you're like, all, you just get overrun with zombies, and you're running up and down the stairs of this fucking cabin. You're like knocking over fucking shelves and stuff to keep them out of the windows, trying to lock. It was like, it was like zombies before zombies, right? Like you're just sitting there, you defend this house for as long as you can. And that is like one of that was my probably my favorite part of the whole game now. Like after that first run, but man, it just keeps going. Like it's a pretty lengthy game, and they they go through all these weird areas. Like yeah, they they do the original. Like you got the mansions, you got like the forested area, the village, and then it goes into like the industrial areas. Then you got like this fucking temple shit, and 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 yeah, it just and, and then to another and then the castles. I mean, oh of course you got it was what's a Resident Evil game without the castles. What other bosses do we have? Oh, well, speaking of that fucking, like, the weird temple area, you gotta fight that Jack Krauser guy, and, like, you gotta fight him in a couple ways. There's, like, kind of a, a kind of a lame quick time event, but I always remember that fight being super intense. Like, you, you get into a knife fight with him, and Leon versus Jack Krauser in the knife fight. That was always pretty fucking cool. I liked that fight, but that was at a time when, you know, quick time events were a thing. You know, quick time, you know, Resident Evil had quick time events before quick time events got way too many quick time events. When they made games that were all about quick time events, it was, it was a little much. And the final boss fight, goddamn, that dude. Um, Salazar, is that his name? No, I just said his name. Uh, I'm really bad with the names. Oh my god, what's that dude's name? Lord Sadler. Sadler. God damn, dude. That last boss fight was pretty goddamn good. It was pretty goddamn good. Um, not the best. You know, most of them, they're. It's definitely better than 5. I didn't like <laughs> the end of the Resident Evil 5's last boss fight. It kind of sucks, but. Uh, Resident Evil 4, you know, that last boss fight was pretty good. Like, it was more about just the design of the enemies were so fucking disgusting and disturbing. Like,. They get really into it with the, I don't know, they just, like, elongate themselves. They get really, like, growing limbs was a big theme. A lot of limb, extra limb growing and, and, and spikies and stuff like that. A lot of bugs. Bug-looking guys. Like, fuck, man. But, and then after, when you finally beat the game, now you get to have a little bit of fun. So when you finally beat the game, you could do, like, a New Game Plus kind of deal. And then you get to unlock some of the fun guns. So you get... Uh, the gun called the Chicago Typewriter, which is like an old school, looks like, um, what do you call it, a Tommy gun. And it literally, infinite ammo. Infinite ammo. And when I saw that, I was like, holy fuck. I never wanted to play through the game again, like, so hard. I was like, I'm gonna fuck these zombies up, dude. And I go through, and you just fuck every zombie up. It's so good. I remember the, the boss fight with uh, Salazar, he, the big flower guy. I had so much trouble with him on the first playthrough. I got up to him with the Chicago Typewriter. I killed him before before he can even fuck, I like glitched him out. He like, before he can even close up in his little flower pod, I already had him dead and he was like still talking, but he's like dying. So like Chicago typewriter is obviously a, a game breaker, but it makes it so fun to do a playthrough with a Chicago. He just fucked. It just makes the game so dead. Like all of a sudden, like all the fear is gone. You just fuck everybody up. It's a great time. And then, oh man, the other weapon that I had so much fun with was the grenade launcher. You get the grenade launcher. You can all you can get a, a scope that goes on it, so you could sit there and like snipe. I remember I spent so much time in the I think it's in the mansion where you get a lot of those hooded robe dudes. Oh my god, dude! I would like from across the room just plunk, and it goes right into their fucking head, and they just explode. So fucking sad. Oh my god, so satisfying. Like that weapon was so much fun. 
And then the big, the big daddy. There's also a infinite rocket launcher. Oh yes, oh yes. So you know I did that playthrough with the infinite rocket launcher. I probably killed myself more times than I needed to. But, oh, the entertainment, dude. The entertainment. Like, to just fuck up a final boss in, like, four seconds with two rockets. Like, they didn't even know what hit them. That shit is legendary. But, um, that's about... That's all the memories I can, I can sift through right now with Resident Evil. Like I said, I am super fucking stoked for the Resident Evil 4 remake. I think this one's gonna be the best one of all of them. It better fucking be because they better know that the hype on this game is going to be true to roof. Like, Resident Evil 2 remake, yes, yes, there was hype, but not as big of an audience. Not, not as many people played Resident Evil 2 or 3. Almost, who the fuck didn't play Resident Evil 4, right? They keep remaking it. Or not remaking it, they keep re-releasing it. Like, that was the one that got re-released a bunch. I mean, like I said earlier, it's it's on every console. The original Resident Evil got a lot of remake re-releases too. I remember, like, the it got remade for the GameCube, which is sick. And one of still one of the more beautiful games ever. I've not played it. I own it. Maybe one day I'll actually play it. Then they re-released it. The, the GameCube remake version re-released on the Wii. And it had one of the ugliest box art covers. It was like a, a fucking, like, uh, a Polaroid photo, like, within a Wii case. It's just fucking ugly. I don't know why they did that. But, um, yeah, dude. Resident Evil 4 is definitely the most re-released uh, Resident Evil without question. But I think well-deserving of it. It's one of the greatest games ever made. Um really just changed the game for Resident Evil. Now, for some people, maybe it changed the game in the wrong way. Um, I was totally fine with it, man. Like, I like both styles of Resident Evil. I like the 4 and 5 uh, more action-y uh, style Resident Evil. I, I, I enjoyed... Well, I didn't like 6. I said that. We don't, No one likes 6. Who the fuck likes 6? I mean, 6 sucked. Um, but uh, 7, man, like, I've, I've been really, really digging that one, even though my initial playthrough of it or my initial first time playing it, I chickened out and just didn't like the first person thing. But now that I'm get, I've, I've, I've grown some nuts and I'm playing through it, I'm enjoying the first person thing. I didn't see what they're gonna do with the Resident Evil 4 remake. I don't know if that, that's been released yet. I'll, I don't really keep, I don't do that because I don't want to hype myself up too much for games that aren't coming out for a while. It just hurts my feelings. It just makes life hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like waiting. It's like getting excited for Christmas in August. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. It's not going to be Christmas for forever. Like me trying to get excited for the next Skyrim game or Grand Theft Auto 6. Like, what's the point? Like, it's going to be another 15 years before we see those games. So don't waste your time. But like I said, I don't know if... I, I would I would think like if they did Resident Evil 4 and they actually did it in that first person style I think that would be absolutely fucking terrifying man it would be so I think they should do it with both I think you should it should be an option like you should be able with like with this one like if they're doing 4 remake you want to do it like you want to go all in like give us both options like give us that third person uh, over the shoulder view and then give us a first person view just for the sickos out there that want to get really fucking scared like 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 me and and other people but um, overall, man, Resident Evil 4, I uh, to this day, it's my favorite Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 2 is like right there, though. But the amount of times that I played through Resident Evil, um, which is rare for me to want to replay uh, through a scary game like that that many times. I played through uh, Resident Evil 5 quite a few amount of times as well. But that's a totally different story because Resident Evil 5 added the co-op and that just... 
I'll be doing a video. I'll do a podcast on uh, Resident Evil Five for sure. But uh, there's a person out there, uh, out there in, in the in the world. He may be listening to this, and and maybe we should do that video because you and I have played that game so many times together. You know who you are. Um, but yeah, overall, the the final ranking that I gave uh, Resident Evil Four on my overall top Switch games, Resident Evil Four ranks. Number three. Oh my god. So you're telling me there's two other games. Now is that is that really high? I feel like maybe that's really high. I don't think I've ever seen anyone put Resident Evil 4 on their top, top Nintendo Wii uh, games list, but it's fucking up there with mine, and uh, I'm, I'm never gonna change it because I don't play any- there's no new Wii games. And I feel like I own most of the ones that I need to own, so yeah. Uh, yeah, Resident Evil 3. Or four ranks number three on my list. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about another game. I don't know what game yet, but it won't be a Wii game. That's for sure. That's that's try. That's, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying not to do um, same systems back to back. But it's it's inevitable that uh, inevitable that it's probably going to happen because I just haven't played as many Wii games, and I played like so fucking many 360 and PS3 games. So like. It'll, it'll probably happen at some point. I don't know. I'm just trying to get ahead of it before it, it becomes a problem with anyone. Um, so thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like uh, or hit that five-star button on whatever uh, podcast uh, thing you're listening to. Just make sure you rate the podcast so we can try and grow this thing. Make sure you swing over to the Twitter page at GXPodcast93. Uh, hit me up with any messages um, about games maybe you would like me to talk about or we could just talk about them on the Twitter page. Do whatever you want. Just get interacting with that page. Let's try and build a community of people that love video games, wrestling, and hockey. I want to find those sickos out there. All those sickos that like those three things as much as me. I fucking want you. I want you. Come here. Listen to me. All right. So follow on Twitter. Uh, GX Podcast 93. Check out my YouTube channel where I'm playing through uh, currently a Let's Play of Resident Evil Biohazard. It may even be done by now. I have no idea. Just make sure you go over there, check that out, subscribe to my YouTube, hit the like, leave me a comment, and I will uh, I will keep making uh, uh, stuff. I'll keep making stuff, okay? Uh, I'll continue. I just gotta find how do I stop this thing? Okay, there we go. Alright, everybody. Thank you so much. Make sure you check out more podcasts that I have been doing. I have a video game uh, podcast, wrestling, and hockey. Uh, video games coming out every Sunday. Hockey on Wednesdays and wrestling on Saturdays. So, fuck yeah. Get in with it, baby.